It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are just eight days away from Shane Beamer and South Carolina kicking off the 2023 football season, which means it's time to make some bold predictions. You are Locked On Gamecocks. Your daily podcast on the South Carolina Gamecocks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, Gamecock Nation, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks Podcast. I'm Andrew Lyon, the host of this podcast, and you can find my written work, as always, over on Gamecocks Digest on SI.com. Thank y'all so much for making the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast your first listen or watch here today. We are free and available both on YouTube and wherever you get your audio podcasts daily. Today's show is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off of your first purchase. We're going to get a little bold on this Friday edition of of Locked On Gamecocks. As I said at the beginning, we sit just eight days away from Shane Beamer and the South Carolina Gamecocks taking the field for their highly anticipated week one matchup against the North Carolina Tar Heels. On today's show, I'm going to discuss how I think a new defensive starter is going to make a significant impact for this team this fall. I'm also going to discuss a freshman on the offensive side of the ball and how I think he'll end up seeing a second half surge in production. But we're going to start off today's show with Spencer Rattler and what I think is going to be a record-breaking season for the Arizona native. Especially when you consider the past history, the skill position talent on this offense, and how I think this offense will operate. I think that Spencer Rattler is going to break four single-season passing records for the Gamecocks this fall. And those four records are passing attempts. Dylan Thompson currently owns that record with 451 pass attempts that he threw in 2014. Dylan Thompson also owns the passing completions record as he completed 270 passes in 2014. I also think Spencer Rattler is going to break the passing yards record. Dylan Thompson also owns that record from that same 2014 season as he threw for 3,564 passing yards in that season. And then I think Spencer Rattler is going to break the single season record for passing touchdowns. That record is not owned by Dylan Thompson. That's owned by Steve Tannehill, who threw 29 passing touchdowns in 1995. Now, let's dive into the rationale behind each of these records. How is it that Spencer Rattler is going to break each of these records? Well, when it comes to passing attempts, I think Spencer Rattler is going to break this record simply based off of how this offense is constructed and therefore will likely operate this fall. When you look at this offensive roster for South Carolina, the strengths of this offense clearly reside at quarterback, tight end, and the wide receiver positions. Basically, the majority of the offensive skill positions on this team. And Dow Loggins has stated... Plenty of times this offseason and going into fall camp and now heading into this season that this offense is going to run through the player's strengths starting with his quarterback in Spencer Rattler. 
And I think that that talk has been backed up by the way some of the players have talked about this offense. And the players have been very guarded, very secretive about what all exactly this offense is going to look like. But you could just tell by the way these guys have talked to the media the past few weeks. Uh, they're pretty fired up about this offense and what it could possibly offer this upcoming fall. So simply because of the way I think this offense is going to run in 2023, I think Spencer Rattler, it is a shoe win that he'll break the passing attempts record. You also look at the fact that the running game, probably not going to be able to rely on that as much as you would like if you're shaping him in this coaching staff. That's another reason he could break that record. Now, when looking at passing completions, I simply look at Rattler's history as a quarterback. This is a guy that whenever he lets go of the football, sure, there's been times where his decision-making in terms of putting it up in harm's way hasn't been the best. But Spencer Rattler, when he throws the football, he usually puts it in the vicinity of his receiving target where they at least have a chance to go and get the football. And that's indicated or displayed by his career completion percentage of 68.3%. For reference, when Dylan Thompson broke this record back in 2014, his completion percentage that season was 59.8%. So basically, if you took that season in terms of pass attempts and said Spencer Rattler is going to put that on the field in 2023, he would be a shoe-in to break this record. So because of what he's done up to this point in his college career, again, I think there's no question Rattler is going to break this record by season's end. Now the third record revolves around passing yards. I think he'll break this record because of, as I mentioned earlier, the strengths of this offense, his skill set specifically. Spencer Rattler is not some West Coast quarterback that cannot throw football accurately beyond 20 yards. He's not one of these guys that has to basically dink and dunk his way down the football field. Spencer Rattler is a quarterback that thrives when he is allowed to just cut it loose and push the ball down the field. We all saw this on display when the Gamecocks defeated Tennessee and Clemson this past November. And the thing is, as a quarterback, if you're going to break this kind of record, you got to have some weapons. And South Carolina has got a lot of weapons in the passing game. They've got guys like Juice Wells, Amarian Brown, Xavier Leggett, Trey Knox, Joshua Simon, Eddie Lewis, Omega Blake, and Nick Harper. They've got a ton of guys at wide receiver and tight end that can make things happen with the ball in their hands. And that's not even including some of these receiving threats at the running back position with a guy like it to carry on Joyner on this roster. You've also got true freshman DJ Braswell at the same time. So all of those weapons plus Rattler's skill set, in my opinion, makes it a near guarantee that he is going to break the passing yards record this fall. And think about it this way. Last season, in 2022, Spencer Rattler threw for 3,026 passing yards throughout the regular season and the Gator Bowl against Notre Dame. And when comparing that mark to the all-time record, Rattler was just 538 yards away from tying it. And the thing is, Rattler only passed the 200-yard passing mark five times this past season. Do we seriously think if this offense lives up to its potential that that's going to happen again? 
I certainly don't think so, and I'm sure pretty much all of you don't think that's going to be the case. So therefore, Rattler is going to break the passing yards record here at South Carolina. And then the last record, passing touchdowns. I think Spencer Rattler will break this record because of how this offense is being streamlined to him in terms of the verbiage, and also because of the fact that, again, this rushing attack is probably going to be just a little bit lackluster in 2023. I have no specific examples of this, but I would be willing to bet that last season, there were some plays where if you watch the play back, Rattler probably had an open man somewhere in the intermediate to deep part of the field. But because of the fact that Rattler had to do so much thinking, because he had to do so many pre-snap checks in the last scrimmage, and therefore he basically just suffered information overload throughout the majority of this past season, that there were times last year where he missed some of those open guys down the field. And I'm not going to say it happened often, but it would not shock me if that indeed was the case. And I think that's part of the reason why he only threw for 18 touchdowns in 2022. I don't think that's going to be repeated this fall. I think that Spencer Rattler, with an offensive coordinator dialogue, who understands the importance of not overloading his quarterback with so much information, simplifying this offense to a certain degree, I think that's going to help him in terms of confidence, and I think that it is going to allow Spencer to just go out there and just play freely. And coaches say this a ton, but it cannot be understated how much that that does help your football players when they're able to do just that. Plus, especially in the red zone, this rushing attack, I feel like that they can have their moments where they do well against a certain opponent. But I also feel like that this rushing attack in the red zone, especially in goal-to-go situations, it will be inconsistent. There will be times where, honestly, they might just get flat-out stonewalled. And Spencer Rattler's got to just go make a play. And so, for that reason, I think that there's a pretty good chance Spencer Rattler will break the passing touchdowns record in 2023. When you look at the experiences that he has had, when you look at his history as a quarterback, the talent he possesses, and you throw in how this new offensive coordinator in Dow Lockins is approaching constructing this offense around Spencer Rattler's strengths, I think that Rattler is going to have a record-breaking season for South Carolina this upcoming fall. Now we're going to stick with the offensive side of the ball with the next bowl prediction I have, and this one's going to revolve around a freshman that's gotten a lot of talk from some of you and also some of the coaches and players in fall camp. We'll dive into that player and what I think he could do in just a couple moments right here on Locked On Gamecocks. Today's show is brought to you by Game Time. Now a couple summers ago, I can recall trying to buy tickets for an Atlanta Braves baseball game. It was me and one of my best friends from back home going to the game, and I stressed out a lot over it because when you buy tickets for a game like that, you want to get the best value. You want to have good seats, but you also don't want to break the bank getting those tickets. Finding tickets to a game, a concert, or any event, it should never be that stressful. And if you think it is, Game Time has you covered. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the very day of the event. They're easy to buy. You can get images of where your seats are located, and the tickets are sent directly to your phone. It sounds easy, 
because it is easy. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Welcome back to today's edition of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, where we cover your South Carolina Gamecocks every single day in just 30 minutes. As always, thank you to each and every one of you everydayers who always tune in to the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, whether it's on YouTube or an audio podcast app. Be sure to stick around for game week this next week as we'll dive deeper into what all South Carolina's got to do to slow down or stop Drake May. And also, what is North Carolina's offense and defense going to present to South Carolina? How can the Gamecocks attack the Tar Heels? We'll go in-depth on all of those aspects of their Week 1 matchup this next week right here on Locked on Gamecocks. But let's get back to these bowl predictions here. Because my second bowl prediction is this. From Week 7 onward, so essentially after the bye week and consisting of the last 7 or 8 games of this season... Running back Dontavious Braswell is going to lead his position group in total yards, both rushing yards and receiving yards combined. Now, I want to make one point very clear before I really dive into this. I am not making this statement or making this prediction because of a lack of confidence in all the other guys in that running back room. I know some of y'all might not be thrilled about the fact that I'm not including to carry on Joyner here, and I just want to make it clear I'm not saying that's because of those guys and their skill sets that I'm making this prediction. But here's what I think is going to happen. The first five weeks of the season are going to be very difficult for this team. It's going to be a gauntlet on this schedule. There's no doubt about that with games against North Carolina, a game against Georgia on the road, and a game against the Tennessee Volunteers in Knoxville. And so... I think that to start this season, Dontavious Braswell, he's going to have some plays where he's going to be able to go out there and get some snaps at running back, but he's not going to be one of the bigger fixtures at the running back position. However, I think when he does get his chances, he is going to flash that speed that made this coaching staff fall in love with him when they were likely scouting, evaluating, and eventually offered and recruited him coming out of high school. After the bye week or during the bye week, I think the coaches are going to meet up. And I think that by this point in the year, the rushing attack will have left a little bit to be desired. And the coaching staff is going to try to figure out a way to get a little bit of extra juice out of that room. And I think what's going to essentially happen is they're going to come to the conclusion that Dontavious Braswell has got to get more playing time and has got to get more snaps in these games. I don't think he's going to take over the starting job from Takarion Joyner. I'm not willing to go that far. But I think that Braswell 
will be essentially sort of a 1B or number 2 back out of this room in terms of the opportunities he gets in the second half of the 2023 season. And the thing is, Braswell, from a skill set and size standpoint, he is a rarity at the running back position. Because when you think of speedsters at the running back spot, I hate to kind of say it like this, you think of running backs that have Juju McDowell's size. Maybe not even exactly that small, but you know, guys that just are not that big. Maybe guys that you don't look at them and say, those guys could run between the tackles all day long. Dontavious Braswell, however, that's not the case with him because he's listed at 5'11", 204 pounds. And yes, size doesn't mean necessarily everything, but when you've got that kind of speed of running back, it certainly does not hurt. And the thing that I think makes Dontavious Braswell different from all these other guys is obviously the speed. Dontavious Braswell is literally a home run threat every time the football is in his hands. And I think that where he could help this rushing attack is on the perimeter. I think that Dal Lockett and this offensive coaching staff, they can dial up some plays for the true freshman out of Georgia where you just get him out of open space, you get the ball to him quickly, and you just let him do his thing. Now, I will say, I don't know if Braswell necessarily has the agility of, say, a Juju McDowell or a Dakarion Joyner. At least, I did not see him showcase that whenever I watched his high school film when he was still a high school prospect but that doesn't mean that he doesn't possess it or that he can't develop maybe a subtle little juke move or spin move in his first couple months here at South Carolina but the point is if Braswell has a one-on-one opportunity and he can make guys miss in the open field with his speed Braswell can take a swing pass or maybe just a simple little dump off screen pass And he can make it an explosive play just because of his God-given ability. There's not necessarily another running back on this roster that you could say that with that much confidence. And again, that's not me saying that I think these other running backs stink or that I don't think that they can offer a whole lot to this team. I think each of these guys, again, have their own sort of specialized skill sets where they have certain strengths and areas that the other running backs just don't have. But Dontavious Braswell, he just might be the running back that this coaching staff eventually leans on to help open up this rushing attack and also be an extension of the passing game horizontally. And I think that that is going to happen again after this bye week. The bye week is pivotal for these coaching staffs because typically when these weeks come up on the schedule, these coaching staffs, what they do is they sit in their meeting rooms and they just basically go back to the drawing board. Okay, what's been working well for us on both sides of the ball and special teams, to be fair? What hasn't been working well for us? What are some of our obvious tendencies that teams are starting to key in on? How do we go about changing or combating some of those weaknesses and or tendencies. And I think that in terms of the rushing attack, one of their biggest answers, one of the solutions they're going to come up with is just simply, we got to let Dontavious Braswell get more playing time on the football field. We just have to. And I think that that that's going to lead to the Georgia native showcasing his skills a lot more in this offense. And I think that over time, he is just going to eventually become sort of that guy out of that position group, and he will end up being the most productive back out of all the running backs on this roster in the second half of the 2023 football season.
It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. For my final bold prediction on this Friday edition of Locked on Gamecocks, I want to switch gears and talk about the defensive side of the ball real quick because we cannot forget about the defense, a unit that I'm cautiously optimistic about, especially in terms of rush defense. And I think that effort, to a certain degree, is going to be spearheaded by linebacker Debo Williams. I think that Debo Williams is going to lead the defense in total tackles in 2023. I am. I just talked about the optimism that I have about this entire unit as a whole, but I also have optimism in Debo Williams and what he could bring to the football field for the Gamecocks this upcoming fall. First of all, Debo Williams is going into his third year in Clayton White's defense, and he talked about this, I believe, at a presser earlier this week or maybe sometime last week, but Debo Williams discussed how, you know, when he got to South Carolina— It wasn't necessarily the athletic ability that he maybe had doubts about. He was a good athlete. He had confidence in his ability to adjust to the speed and the physicality and the power that the SEC offers in terms of football. But it was his knowledge of just playing in a defense that he felt like he needed to grow at. And his first year, he got a lot of playing time on special teams and he got some sporadic appearances on defense. This past fall, he saw a lot more snaps on defense, and he made some pretty solid plays, especially, I think, in the second half of the 2022 season. Now this year, Debo Williams is coming into this season, and it's looking pretty likely that he is going to be one of the two starters at linebacker. And the thing that kind of gets me is there's a lot of fans out there. I'm not saying that it's all of you, but I know that there's some people out there that are essentially kind of looking at linebacker, and they're saying, all right, Mo Coppa and Grayson Pop Power, those are going to be the two guys there. Those are going to be the two starters. And even if Mo Coppa can't maybe start at the beginning of the year, those will be the two guys in those spots by season's end. Y'all, I don't think that's a guarantee. I truthfully don't. I think that Debo Williams is more than capable of stepping into this role. I talked about his continuity in Clayton White's scheme. But also, this guy's just got a different mentality from a lot of other football players. There was a certain quote that he gave at his presser that he had last week where he told the media, I don't wake up and think hit. I wake up and think kill. And he said it with no hesitation. Now, obviously, that's a bit morbid when it comes to playing sports. But that just gives you a bit of an idea as to What kind of mentality Debo Williams carries when he goes out there between the white lines? And football coaches won't say this publicly, but you need guys like that, especially on your defense, and especially on a defense where this is a prove-it year for Clayton White, South Carolina's defensive coordinator. This is a year where, at this point, any excuse about this rush defense, it's gone out the door. You've got guys now that have been in this defense for multiple years. You've got a lot more talent than you probably had overall at the beginning of your tenure here. It's time for this unit to take a step forward. 
And I think Debo Williams can lead the charge there. And the way that he plays on the football field, it correlates to the mentality that he has. This is a guy that when he makes a decision to go after a ball carrier or a quarterback that's maybe rolling out to the perimeter on a certain play, he is shot out of a cannon. He is gone. And he is like a heat-seeking missile. Now, I will say that play style can lead to some boomer bust results. If you get too aggressive, maybe at the wrong time, you could end up finding yourself out of place. Maybe you end up taking the wrong rushing lane, you miss the tackle, and now that's one less defender that the ball carrier or the quarterback has to worry about. But when Debo Williams makes the right play, when he times his move just right, he is every quarterback's worst nightmare on the football field, in my opinion. And I think that the combination of all those factors, the scheme continuity, the mentality that he has, and the way he plays, it's going to lead to him making a significant impact for this team. And in my opinion, will lead to him being the leading tackler for this defense in 2023. Also, you look back at recent history, this is going to very likely happen. Out of the last 11 seasons, Eight of them have seen a linebacker lead South Carolina's defense in total tackles. But that hasn't happened the past two years. Jalen Foster led this team in total tackles in 2021 with 96. And Nick Evanwary did it last year with 85 total tackles. And in a way, that's not a good sign. That actually does go to indicate just how much this defense has struggled to establish a strong rush defense. Because when you have a defensive back, much less a safety, leading you into all tackles, that's a problem. That is a problem. And it becomes an even bigger problem when it happens in consecutive years. I don't think that's going to be the case this fall. I think Deba Williams is going to be one of the leaders for this team in terms of the energy he brings to the field, but also with how he plays. I think it's going to surprise a lot of fans that honestly are just kind of inherently writing him off. My point being, do not write off number zero on defense. I think that he is in for a huge and productive third year here at South Carolina. So with that being said, that's going to do it for today's edition of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast. I hope you all thoroughly enjoyed today's show as always. What are your bold predictions for the Gamecocks in 2023? Do you agree with maybe some of the bold predictions that I offered up on today's show? Or do you think that there's one obvious one that I missed that you would have put on this list? No matter what your thoughts are, let me know down below in the comments section if you watched today's show on YouTube or Shoot me a direct message on Twitter at A-Line underscore SC if you listen to today's show on an audio podcast app. But as always, thank you all so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your Friday and a fantastic weekend. And enjoy some of the Week Zero action of college football. Folks, in terms of the entire season, we've officially made it. I'll be sure to catch you all on the next show of the Cox Podcast. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.